Welcome to the Cosmic Collective Podcast. I'm your host and psychic medium, Mads, and in this community, we talk about all things spiritual awakening, higher consciousness, and unlocking the path back to your soul. Welcome to the Collective. Hello, everybody. Happy Halloween. In true Scorpio fashion, we are chatting about the topic of death and dying today, which I'm not doing as like a spooky, scary story. I'm actually doing it for the opposite because I know so many people have a fear of death, a fear of what lies beyond this planet and, you know, oblivion in some ways. So I have been wanting to talk about this for a really long time and I figured, you know what, I'll wait until Scorpio season because Scorpio is all about death, rebirth. Um, usually a figurative death. It's not actually about physically dying, but I figured kind of a good time to talk about this. So I hope in today's episode, if you have a fear of dying, that you feel a lot more at ease. It's really not scary. And I'm not saying that that means you have to be like completely ready to die. I have experienced, um, like I have memories from dying in past lives. I'm very comfortable with that, you know, being the ultimate outcome of the end of this incarnation, but that doesn't mean that I want to die. doesn't mean that I'm ready for it. Um, but I think taking the scaries away, um, from what death is, um, and what actually happens after is super important because it will ultimately help your transition at the end of your life. The other thing that I want to note, because I get this question a lot, um, and, even like from, from family members and things like that. Um, so many people are afraid to see like psychics and mediums because they're f- afraid of being told when they're going to die. And I kind of just want to preface with this, that if you do meet a psychic or a medium and they tell you about that, they are not working within the ethical practices of the role. And the reason being is because one, it's fear mongering. It plays off of your fears Um, and second, we actually don't know when you're going to die. And I'm going to explain why you have, and I don't want this to scare anyone because your fear of death is not going to cause death to happen. Okay. And your knowledge of everything I'm talking about today is not going to cause it to happen. And I feel like I need to share that, um, just to really, you know, soothe your heart. Um, so anchor into that and know that We're just talking about what will happen many, many, many decades from now. Um, And you're going to be okay when it happens because you're going to be ready when it happens. So there are multiple, quote, death windows that you create as a soul before you come to the planet. Dying other than suicide is never the decision of the human being, the third dimensional conscious decision. So even myself as a very awakened and connected person, even if I said to my higher self, okay, like I'm ready, I'm done with this incarnation. Lord knows I have said that a few times to her. (laughs) Um, It doesn't mean that even if you're awakened and you're connected with your higher self that you get to choose. You don't. The only way that you would choose um, is if you were to physically cause expiration to your body which is suicide and if you're feeling that way I am going to leave some links below Um, please 
please reach out to someone. Um, there is more to your life than what you're feeling. So just need to put that in as a little disclaimer. Um, so you have these quote death windows. It's, I don't know what else to call them. That's kind of how I learned of them. That's, that's just what they're called. Um, and these are different moments when your higher self, you as a soul in the higher dimensions will choose to end your earth incarnation. For the vast majority of people, this is going to be in the elderly years, in, in late life, um, 70 onward is typically what we see. Now, I know there's probably questions of, well, what about people who die of illness, car accidents, freak accidents, and things like that? And I do want to talk about that. So let's talk about illness, specifically things like cancer or um, terminally ill experiences. Believe it or not, these are actually experiences that the soul contracted. And this is for many different reasons. Um, souls choose a lot of different ways to experience human form. Um, and that also is not, it's not just like the, the benefits of human form. It's also the detriments of it, right? We're in a very dense planet. Um, you know, there's a strong polarity and dualism here. And the soul comes to experience all of those things, uh, to have a human experience. And sometimes that does, um, include dying of illness and that's something that the soul wants to learn about sometimes for its own research purposes sometimes to just experience what that's like um so those types of things 99% of the time are contracted and yes unfortunately that includes for kids as well um I'm going to be having a guest on soon who is going to actually be talking about um spirit babies and things like that so stay tuned for that because I'll have some questions for her and I'll make sure to um, put a poll up on Instagram, um, to see what kind of questions you have for her whenever we, we book in the, the episode. But anyways, so those things are pre-planned now freak accidents, um, car accidents, um, you know, a, a young adult dying in their sleep. There's different reasons for these kinds of things. So there are such thing as fluke accidents. There are, um, although more rare, I want to say like maybe 50% of the time. Um, and I feel like that is extremely generous. I feel like there's so many deaths that happen every day, right? So many deaths, so many births. I just want to say like at, at most 50% of accidents are actually accidental, um, regardless of if it was an accident here in the physical. Um, so yeah, sometimes fluke accidents happen. Um, the human was a little too reckless. Um, the human made poor decisions, for example, drinking and driving or driving under the influence. Um, and that's a consequence that they will recognize when they transition to the other side. Um, other times, things like that will happen. It's not so much car accidents. Like I'm just using that as an example. I've heard of really young athletes passing away in their sleep. Um, I've, you know, had a family member, distant family member on my, on my step family side, um, went for a run in the morning. Uh, he was an avid runner, ran his whole life. He was in his forties and had a heart attack. Uh, in the shower after his run, like just dropped dead. Those kinds of things are when the soul decides that it's done with the incarnation. And that's for 
a few reasons. Um, sometimes it's because they've learned everything that they needed to. Like it's their time to go and their death actually poses as a healing or growth opportunity for the uh, loved ones that they are leaving behind. Other times it's because the soul isn't going to learn anything else in this lifetime and it kind of renders the lifetime, I don't want to say void, but like there is nothing left for the soul to experience. Like it has learned everything that it can or it's at a point where it's not going to learn what it came here to do. Um, think of it, think of the latter of what I just said. It, it came here to learn, the soul came here to learn certain things and it realizes it's not going to learn anything. Um, it's not going to, it's not going to be able to fulfill its soul contract on, on, on several levels, um, or on any level in a way, because the ego is really, really struggling with the density here. Um, this is more rare than like, don't think like, oh my God, I'm not awakening enough. So I'm not learning anything. So my soul is going to wipe me out. (laughs) That's not it at all. Um, that there are, This is a really complex issue here. Um, As long as you are learning something on a soul level, you're going to be here. But there comes a point where some souls are like, I'm not getting to where I need to be. Like, it's just, it's not working in this lifetime. It's not working in this form. It's not working in this body. It's not working in this context, in this place of the world. Um, So I'm going to start over. So don't think that because you're not awakening or because people around you aren't awakened, that they're just going to die. I, there's no correlation between this and going through a spiritual awakening. I want to make that very, 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 very abundantly clear. Um, they're completely separate. Um, I still don't know entirely what would qualify a soul to say that it's done. Although I do have a bit of experience with this from my most recent past life, which I'm going to talk to you guys in the part two. This is a two-part episode and you guys voted to have it in this order. So I will talk about that because in my last life, I do remember being on the other side and consciously deciding that I wouldn't go back and being like, no, okay, like it's just done. Like we're just going to, I'm calling it, it's done. I'm done. And I didn't go back into my body. So Um, There are experiences like that, um, but I still don't understand what would cause a soul to be at like a dead end essentially in its human experience where it just like it can't, it can't maneuver away into learning. Um, So don't be afraid that you're not getting anywhere. Trust me, I'm like, I'm, I feel very confident that all of you listening to this are going to live very long lives. You're going to be fine. I don't want you to stress about that. Um, again, this is super rare. Um, I personally, I'm trying to think if I've met through mediumship readings, a soul that just like, I have, I have, but also that, that passing was also in part to help heal and awaken the family members. So, um, yeah, anyways, so that's very rare. Um, but the soul will choose it. Um, there are instances as well where, um, you know, if you've ever, what are those, those paddles called when you're a defibrillator? Um, whenever a a person is dead, um, my, my dad's a firefighter and there was, um, a couple of years ago, there was this elderly man who had a heart attack. And when they arrived, um, they had to do compressions and defibrillate him. And he obviously wasn't ready to go. And this has happened with 
billions of people on the planet, I would imagine. Um, and he came back into his body. And that's a decision that the soul makes. The soul says, I'm not done. I'm not, I'm not done with my human incarnation. I'm going back into that body. Um, so that happens as well. And that's a choice that the soul makes. Um, and if you've ever seen um, the episode, is it in... I think it's in part two of the Deathly Hollows in Harry Potter, um, how he's in this like white space um, in, it's not in Godric's Hollow. I think it's in, I, forget, I think it's in the Ministry of Magic and it's like all lighted out and he meets Dumbledore and he says, do I have to go back? Um, and Dumbledore says, well, that's up to you. Whenever there are near death experiences like that, and there are so many recounts of this um, from, from people who consciously remember it, um, you choose if you want to come back. You can say, actually, you know what? Like, I think I'm okay with not going back. And many people who have these experiences have talked about how they've come back and like the bliss that they felt, the love that they felt, like they feel empty without it because they are fully conscious of the density on this planet, whether they recognize it as that or not. Um, so some people who have near-death experiences really do struggle with coming back. Um, and sometimes souls really struggle with coming back into the body, even though they know they're going to, and it's the right decision to make because they don't want to leave their home and their family because they've gone home, right? For a moment, um, which can seem a little bit longer on this side, um, than a moment. Um, this also happens with comatose patients who suddenly wake up after 10 years. The soul just needed a little break and then was like, okay. Yep, let's go back and finish it up. Um, they also allow the body to heal a little bit more. Um, it's also why comatose patients will tell you that they heard everything you were saying. So if you unfortunately have a loved one who is unconscious in the hospital, I cannot stress to you enough how important it is to speak to them. Tell them stories. Um, tell them what day it is, what year it is, what time it is, what you've been up to. Like Talk to them as if they're going to talk back to you. Um, it helps them and their soul way more than, you know, I'm getting very emotional as I say that. So I'm not sure if, um, you know, that's a channeled message for someone, but I can say that it's super, super, super important, um, to do that. Even if they don't wake up and they do end up passing, it makes their transition a lot easier. So those are different ways that the soul will choose to end its incarnation. Again, 99% of the time, you're going to die of old age um, or later in life um, if you've gotten to adulthood. Like that's, that's usually, unless you're a very reckless human being, um, you're, you're going to live a very long life. That's, that's the ideal plan for a soul. Now, this gets into like what happens when you die and is death painful? So the first thing that I want to mention is, and I don't know where this came from. I think it came from like movies or something where people always say, go to the light, go to the light. Now I received this information or I guess remembered it years ago. And when you go to the light, you're actually reincarnating immediately. It's called soul recycling. Um, and for a long time, I had to battle this because I didn't know how I knew this information. Shout out, Claire Cognizance. Um, and I was kind of trying to figure out how I knew this and how I remembered it. Now, I can keep in mind that I, I do a lot of studies um, when I'm not in human form. Like there's just a lot of um, soul memory that I have. And I ended up learning about um, someone who I know who is um, a part of my life. 
And I was speaking to them and I, I asked them and it was so interesting because my higher self kept telling me to like bring up these spiritual topics with them. And I was like, no, like they're not really spiritual. Like I really, I'm no, I don't want to impose myself anyway. And I'm very close with this person. So it's like really not a big deal. But anyway, one day my, I don't even know how it happened. It's like our higher selves like orchestrated the conversation because I don't remember how the conversation started. And I ended up learning about this person that um, they remembered dying in their most recent past life. They also remembered being born and they remembered the in-between. And I spoke to them about this a couple of times because I was I was curious and wanted to know if what this peri- this person experienced was going to corroborate the channeled information that I had. And I didn't tell them anything about what I had channeled. I just asked really general open-ended questions and came to find out that everything that this person experienced was exactly like pretty well to the T what I had channeled. And it was so weirdly validating and illuminating to me that it's still weird for, I think, my my logical human mind to be like, I know these things and there's like no logical way in the human experience that I would know these things unless I remembered them as a soul and brought them into this life with me. So following the light is going to bring you right back into the earth portal and you're going to be born again. And this has pretty detrimental effects. Um, so you might ask why a soul would choose that. Um, it's not, I don't want to go too much into it because it's something that now that you're listening to this and you know this information, it's not going to happen to you. Like I can pretty well guarantee that. Um, it's not really a decision that the soul makes. Um, they just end up, they're led to it is kind of what I'm going to say. Um, by another energy, they're led to it. Um, and when I was speaking with this person, I, he, um, they had told me that. And I was like, interesting. And I asked them, I was like, did you get this feeling like, oh, I shouldn't do this? And you, I keep saying them, it's a he, it's a male. I just like, don't really want to like give too much away. Although I guess I'm not really giving much away, but, and he, he told me, he's like, yeah, I did. And then it was like, by the time I realized that it was too late. And I remember being born again. Um, so really strange experience. Um, and it corroborated everything that I had remembered about, um, that type of death experience. So when you die, you don't want to tell people to follow the light. You also don't want to follow it because that's going into the earth portal. You're coming back into the third dimension. And this means that you don't get any rest, which your soul desperately needs because your soul is not from here. You also don't get to go through life review and you also don't get to plan out a new incarnation. So what happens is you end up repeating the exact same soul contract that you had in the life that you just died out of and are now being born into that same life again in a different body in a different experience basically like in a different avatar um in maybe a different part of the world to different parents to you know different things but you're going to live the same thing over again it's very taxing to the soul and it's why the term is called soul recycling um now don't be alarmed if you have told someone that was on their deathbed go to the light oftentimes souls will know better um especially if they're if they've gone around the block a few times. Um, and if not, then it's okay. Like their higher self will, and their spirit team at the end of the next life will help them. Um, there, there's things that kind of come into play with that. For example, the person that I'm close with, um, I strongly believe that 
I, he and I chose to have a connection in this life because he needed that information. Amongst other things, um, we're, we're definitely, um, like definitely really strong soulmates, not romantic in any way. Um, but yeah. Um, so I think like we had stuff to teach each other. Um, him teaching me more about like humanism and the practical things here in life. Um, and me teaching him more about the spiritual and really validating his soul experiences. Because when he shared this with people growing up, like when he was in his early twenties, people called him crazy. And now he's super guarded. He doesn't talk to anyone about this. I'm the only one in his life that knows about this experience, at least that I know of. Um, but yeah, so that's that. So I just kind of want to like put that in there. So what happens when you die is you actually want to surpass. Like if you see light, like know that that's the earth portal. I really don't recommend coming back into it. You need a break. You need to reevaluate and you need to replan. You need to take a break. You need to take a goddamn break. Um, so moving up into the higher dimensions, you're actually going to go into what looks like an empty void. Essentially, it's going to be pitch black and you're going to be passing the threshold into the fifth dimension. And that's why it's, I mean, space is black, right? Like we, we know that when we look at the night sky, we know that. And then oftentimes you are greeted by your spirit team. Um, sometimes this is like one or two members. Um, if you haven't incarnated with the other half of your soul, um, they will be there for you, which I think is the sweetest thing. Um, in my last life, that is what happened because we didn't incarnate at the same time. And it was like, it felt so good to go home to that. Um, and um, some people will say that you are met by a higher version of yourself. I don't remember much of that experience. I just remember... Um, becoming my higher self if that makes sense like my own intuition my own consciousness brought me back into that state of being if that makes sense um other than when your other half of your soul is there so it really depends um for the majority of you you're not on twin flame paths so the other half of your soul will be there um the one thing I have to stress is that when you cross over to the other side, you really need to follow what feels right and good to you. If you question anything, um, just like follow your intuition. That's essentially it. Follow what feels right. Um, and then you'll meet with your soul family and your spirit team. Um, and that can be very emotional sometimes. Like a, it feels like a big relief in all honesty um, for a lot of souls, for myself, especially every time I've died, it's been like ah, breath of fresh fucking air kind of funny because there's not oxygen um, up there because you're just a light being but anyway um so once that happens you kind of debrief with your spirit team and then you go into life review and life review is something that many 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 mediums um have corroborated and for me the way that my higher self has shown it to me and the way that I've seen it, it might look different for everyone. But for me, it looks like um, sitting in front of this really, really big screen um, and watching like a holographic screen and then like literally replaying my entire life from like the moment I was birthed to the moment I passed. Now, the unanimous thing with life review is you're going to see things from everyone's perspective. So the douchebag that broke your heart or um, the one that got away, like you're going to see, you know, how you both felt in those experiences. A parent who was 
um, you know, maybe really strict and overprotective and like helicopter parenty. Like you're going to see everyone's perspective in every situation that you had, especially in, um, like really marking experiences, like trauma experiences and things like that. You're going to review everything. And this is basically a time where you can take notes, um, not physically, but like mentally. And you, you realize, okay, like I want to, next time I go to earth, I want to do this differently and I want to achieve this and I want to try this and things like that. So that's kind of how you start planning your next life. Now, there are different choices that you can make um, from that point. Some souls, although very rare, will choose to incarnate right away. They're like ready to go. They're like filled with piss and vinegar and they're like, I'm going back to earth. I'm, I'm, I'm determined and I'm going to do this. I really haven't met any souls that have done that. Um, there was one time I had a client who asked about one of her grandparents. And um, interestingly enough, the sense that I got was that the grandparent reincarnated, but about 14 years after their passing, which is a kind of quick turnaround, at least the way my soul sees it. Like, that's a really fucking quick turnaround, but it's actually not. Like, that's actually quite a bit of time. It's someone who's um, eager to learn. And I think for some souls, um, a shorter break also helps to retain certain information and for other souls a longer break helps to retain certain information it really just depends on the soul type um so that that's an experience as well so you can decide to take a break to hang out go on vacation and in that time kind of get these ideas and plan the life that you want to experience and as we've talked about before in the dimensions episode you plan your incarnation in the seventh dimension that's where soul contracts are made it's why when you astral project you do ceremonies you can't really go to the seventh dimension because you're not really allowed to see everything that you've planned for yourself um yes even as a psychic medium i can't see everything i look at my birth chart all the time and i learn something new every time but never all at once and there's always something new that pops out with it you know that's part of the the human experience and part of the soul amnesia that we're meant to experience here to some degree um, so yeah, you can choose to incarnate right, right away after, um, life review, um, and go through a planning process and start picking things out and picking out soulmates and things like that. It does take a little bit of time. Um, but you know, it can happen as quickly as you need it to. Um, some souls will take on a role in spirit. Um, and this is common whenever they really want to help their family out, um, that they, I want to say left behind, but like, I want to say also say like transitioned from um, and they just want to be part of the spirit team and they want to they want to help um, protect and, and certain things like that. And they're comfortable waiting, um, you know, years, decades until they reincarnate again um, before before going back because they want to help. So um, that's a possibility as well. Some souls take vacation. I did this after um, my last life. I took a little break. My last life was quite, you'll hear about it in the next episode. My last life was a bit of a fucking shit show. Um, and then um, you'll, you, at some point you will plan to come back unless you're an earth graduate. So um, you may have t heard me talk about before how I've always intuitively known in this life that it's my last one on earth and to enjoy it to the fullest and things like that. It doesn't mean that I can't come back to earth. Um, I can. 
it just means that I'm not karmically obligated. And um, so souls who are not karmically obligated to come back to earth are um, ones who have cleared all their, all their karma. Um, they don't have the density. Um, they're not holding on to any earth density on the other side. They don't have any earth lessons to um, balance out and heal from. So they don't really need to come back. Uh, I've met souls who are earth graduates and decided to come back in this timeline um, during this period. Um, and their lives are just, I'm not gonna say completely easy because it's earth, like obviously not. Um, but you'll find that these souls don't have a lot of trauma. Um, but this is also hard to tell because in your first few lifetimes, you're not going to have a lot of it either. So, um, just don't go around judging people and like thinking like, oh, you're an earth graduate because you really haven't gone through a lot. We should also never judge people for what they have or haven't gone through. These are going to be very spiritually awakened, spiritually connected souls who hold a lot of um, knowledge and insight and who just haven't had to experience as much of the density on the planet or the dualism on the planet. Um, and they've chosen to come back specifically to um, contribute something to humanity. So they often have like a very strong role of service in the planet. Um, and they're or I, I really commend souls like that. Um, I definitely <laughs> won't be coming back for a long time. Um, at least I'm going to be taking a long vacation before I even think about planning another lifetime. Um, so shout out to those souls who say, you know what? I'm good. I, I cleared out all my karma. I just want to go to earth and, and help out the humans again. So I think that's sweet. Um, so if they choose not to come back an earth graduate, then they'll obviously take on a role in spirit. So kind of circling back to what happens when you die. So these are all the choices that you can make, the process of dying, the choices you make after dying. Oftentimes, a question I'll get from clients is, is death painful? And there's kind of two answers. One is yes and one is no. Um, it depends, one, on the method in which the soul passed and to the state of the ego and where the soul's ego was at before death so when you exist in the higher dimensions fifth seventh beyond you still have an ego um, but it's not like egotistical thinking it is um, because ego represents identity so it's just the um, awareness of self right so you have it's kind of like I've, I've, I've talked Oh my God, this daughter there. <laughs> I've talked about this in the dimensions episode. You should go back and listen to it. How dimensions are like the, those Russian dolls that are like all encasing. There's like a small doll, a bigger doll, bigger doll, bigger doll, bigger doll. And they're all like all within each other. So when you expand into the fifth, seventh or higher dimensions, you still have all those lower dimensions within you. They're just not as dominant, right? So if the ego when passing um, was very much like, I don't want to die. I'm scared to die. I'm not ready to leave my family. I'm not ready to go, but my body is expiring and I have to go. And just like they emotionally weren't ready to go. Um, death can be quite emotionally um, painful for that soul. I have only encountered this. I've done hundreds of readings and I've only encountered this like less than a handful of times. And 
if you saw my stories this past summer, you'll know that that is actually one of those readings I did was actually the reason why I stopped doing those readings. Um, nothing against the soul and nothing against the client that I was reading for at all. It was such a healing experience, but it was so emotional. Like a parent had passed, wasn't ready to leave their kid behind. Um, just like felt like they were going to miss out on so much. I think they died of like an illness or something. And they had never connected to give messages before and like it was just the grief like this parent was like releasing it through me I remember sobbing the entire hour of the reading and I felt so unprofessional and so uncomfortable from being unprofessional um but I was transmuting it I was helping this soul transmute it and I was also feeling the pain of the daughter and transmuting that and so that the the experience was in part how I knew like it wasn't my specialty. Um, and it, again, it's nothing against this soul. It's just like, I think there are some souls like Tyler Henry who are very, like that is their gift is to help these souls heal. And I am more here to help souls who are alive remember that their souls and their contracts and the things that they want to accomplish in this life. So very, very blessed to have had that reading and to learn about this kind of experience. But um yeah, definitely painful for some souls in that sense. Again, the majority of souls, especially those who pass in like later stages of life, are very ready to go. Um, like they're very ready consciously before they die um, in the human form. And when they pass over, it feels like a relief. So don't feel afraid. Um, and for the majority of even terminally ill um, individuals, a lot of them make peace with death before they pass. They're very calm about it. And you will kind of sense this. Like you'll kind of know. They might even feel more ready to go than you are ready to let them go. And that's how you know that they're okay on the other side. So in a sense, if the soul wasn't ready, um, the human wasn't ready to leave their family but didn't have a choice because of the physical body, um, sometimes, yes, it can be painful, but I need you to know that they're so well supported on the other side. They have a whole team that helps them through the grieving process. They heal a lot. And oftentimes, um, these souls will take on a very prominent role on the spirit team because they want to be very close and connected to the family. The other answer, um, in terms of physically is, is dying painful, um, in these situations, not usually, um, even with car accidents um, and sometimes even murders, which are also never pre-planned by the soul, by the way, that is a violation of free will and it's an accident. Murders are never planned. They're always accidental. Um, oftentimes the soul leaves the body before it dies, like sometimes even days, like especially for terminally ill patients who are unconscious. Um, their soul leaves the body before it dies. Like it's not really, it's semi-present for the experience, but not really. So no, um, nine times out of 10, dying is not painful. Um, I say nine times out of 10 because a couple of lifetimes ago, I did commit suicide um, from a very gruesome method. I don't know what I was thinking. Actually, I, I do, um, but it was gruesome. And I do remember the physical act of it being painful, but the, the transition not being physically painful. So I'll talk about that more in the next episode. So for those 
rare cases where death is painful emotionally or physically, this is the gist of it. The majority of the time, death is not painful because, again, the soul has chosen it and the person has made peace with it. So I want to say that 90% of the time, even I honestly want to say like 98% of the time, death is not painful on any level. But that doesn't mean that the soul doesn't grieve on the other side, right? The way that I explain it is coming here is also in term a death, right? You are leaving your home star. You are leaving your soul family, your spirit team, everyone that you've known way longer than you'll ever know anyone here on the planet. That's sad sometimes to leave. I know I always get like a little, I always get like a little emotional. Um, Ooh, I'm getting very emotional because I can like semi-consciously remember coming into this life and being like, okay, like I'm going to go like, okay, like, oh, I can't talk about this. I'm, I'm crying. Um, so it's kind of the same. It's like bittersweet, right? So, um, it's life after life. So I just like, I don't know. I think it, it goes both ways. Coming here is bittersweet and leaving here is bittersweet. So I feel like a lot of souls, especially if you've incarnated several times, you're actually going to feel more at home after transitioning into the higher dimensions than you ever will have felt here. Um, That doesn't mean that you won't miss certain people. You won't miss your kids, your family and things like that. It's just, you'll be at peace and you'll, your grieving will be a little bit easier. So that kind of wraps everything up with that. Um, I know a lot of times people will ask like how to like know if your loved one is there you really just have to ask in your mind, um, you know, say in the highest frequency of love um, and then speak to that person and say in the highest frequency of love, um, if you're if you're there in the highest vibration, please send me this sign um, within X amount of days and you will see it. You will see it. Um, yeah, it's it's super easy to communicate with them. Now you might be wondering, okay, like what happens when a soul has incarnated and they have family here that they want to get in touch with. Um, essentially, the way that I've understood it is if usually it's the other half of their soul that you'll be able to connect with because, again, not everyone's incarnating both halves of their soul at the same time. Um, but if not, um, they leave basically what's called a voicemail. <laughs> That's like the best way that I can explain it. I have, I can tell the difference between like a live message and a voicemail message. It's like just kind of like how you would experience it on a phone, like talking to someone two way and then them leaving you a message. Again, like it's just, it's clear. This is something that I'm accustomed to from my experience of being a medium in this life. But I've also noticed that sometimes souls, like you want to connect with a particular soul who has passed and they're just like not available because they're doing something on the other side and they can't come into the channel at that point. So when they do that, they will also leave um, like voicemails um, because they'll know that you will have set up a reading and that they won't be available for it. So that's kind of the gist of it. So to sum it up, nine times out of 10, death is not painful in any sense. Um, No one can tell you when you're going to die. You can't decide when you're going to die. Um, That is happening a long time from now. You also can't decide how you're going to die. Again, this is besides the case of suicide. Um, I do, oh, I do want to mention this. This is a good tidbit coming in from spirit. Um, There used to be this like big religious myth that 
people who commit suicide are going to hell. First of all, hell doesn't exist. If hell did exist, it would be the lowest dimension that you can incarnate on, which, hint, hint, is the earth. Um, you do not get punished for committing suicide. And I can say this because I remember committing suicide in a past life. Um, there's no punishment. The, the, the punishment, if any, is that you killed yourself too soon. And you're going to regret it when you get to the other side. That's the other thing, too. Um, all, all the time. Um, like I want to say like 99.9% .9 of the time a soul commits suicide, they get to the other side and they go, oh, I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have done that. And I'm going to talk to you about that in my own personal experience next week. But also if you can hear smacking in the background, Mystic is enjoying a nice hearty lunch right now. He decided that he was hungry. So please don't mind that. Um, but yeah, like you don't get punished for making that choice now I'm not saying to make that choice I really don't think that you should because you're gonna have to repeat those exact same lessons in your next life because you succumbed you succumbed to them you succumbed to them Ooh, English because you didn't you didn't heal from whatever was bothering you and led you to a point of suicide so um hang in there again I'm gonna put resources in the caption just in case you're struggling with that um but yeah, that's kind of the the gist of that. You don't get punished for that. Um, and if you had a really horrible death, depending on what happened to you, like you're going to go through a lot of healing on the other side. Um, and it's not to say that those fears or like some residual trauma won't be stored in the subconscious when you reincarnate. Um, that's kind of inevitable. Um, but it's not, a, it's not like you think. Um, I remember my past life. I died a really gruesome, horrific death. Man, my last two lives have not been like a really good time. Um, like really not at all. Um, shout out to those final earth lives, you know? Um, but it's not been something that I couldn't overcome in this life. So um, I'll talk to you a little bit about that next week. But yeah, it, all in all, dying isn't painful on any level. Um, if anything, it feels very relieving. You get to go take vacation. You get to choose what planet you want to vacation on. You can also just choose to like chill in your light body and like not do fucking anything. You can take like a work period where you take on a role in spirit. And that's a whole other experience. We need to talk about like dimensions and like living in the higher dimensions eventually one day. But that is it. Um, there is so much life after this one. Um, there is so much that you can do and create and co-create with other collectives of consciousness um, on other planets. So um, I don't want you to be afraid of this. Um, and I don't want you to be afraid of losing people. Um, I will say that being a psychic medium doesn't negate grief. Um, like I, I will still like grieve the loss of my loved ones the same way any other human would so um this information isn't to like take your grief away it's just to make the like logical comprehension of what has happened to your loved ones and what will one day happen to you um to all of us um a little bit easier to understand and gives you the knowledge so that you can go up into the higher dimensions and take a break after this life so i do just want to say that um, all of your loved ones are really okay. They're healing. Some of them have reincarnated our living new lives on the planet, which is such a trippy thing for the ego to understand. Like even saying that, I'm like, Ooh, that's gotta be weird. Um, but yeah, everything's okay. It's not painful. It's super, 
it, you've you've died more times than you've incarnated on this planet. Like you died coming here, you died leaving here essentially, like figuratively speaking. So I hope that this has helped you. If you have any questions, please DM me on Instagram. I'm happy to do like a follow-up Q&A episode. And next week I'm going to be sharing um, my past life memories, um, some things that I've retained as a soul and my own experience dying, which is going to be, it's going to be an interesting episode, probably a shorter one. I don't know how much I'm going to be comfortable sharing, but I will give you some details about like what those experiences were like. So anywho, I will see you in the next one. Happy freaking Halloween. I hope you have a great rest of your week. Go be your best self. You got this. I love you. Thank you.